Avast ye filled rats! I be talking, and if any of ye contradict me, ye be walking the plank! Now this podcast be containing naughty words like bilge rat and scurvy and bunghole. It be containing situations of a mature type, like when I stabbed Billy Bones in his nuts. It also contains things like cursed kid doubloons, skeletons, also... It contains the cursed Black Pearl and the drunken pirate captain by the name of Jack Sparrow. And remember, me hearties, listener discretion is advised. Episode 47, we're off the edge of the map. Here there be monsters. Not wrong. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sparkin' Movie Review. This is your host, Zan, saying aloha, konnichiwa, hello, and what the hell is wrong with Zan today? Yes, I am intoxicated, and this is a very interesting and fun episode, because yes, someone has returned. Someone we're talking about, we're talking about that one, that only the seven-hole guy himself... Hello, my name is Baz, and I'm a drunk, because alcoholics go to meetings. Meetings. Meetings, yes, meetings, yes, yes. Meaning I go to meetings, but I don't go to meetings, I just... You know, what's the point of going to a meeting if you're drunk in the first place? That really conceives that forget But they it. give you free coffee and donuts, that's the, the main The cookies thing. are good. No, that's it where you get the blood. Where you give the blood, they give the cookies. Ah. And we're joined by another esteemed person today, because most of the other co-hosts have disappeared magically. One of them, he drove away. Another one disappeared by aliens, and the other one's in jail. But again, that's neither here nor there. As I've hey, said... Hey, my cousin Bubba, out of this! 
And 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 um, Rufus is where? I don't know where he is. He's don't he, he don't answer his phone. And some Rufuses. Yes. So, <laughs> so who is here? Me, and I'm so fucking drunk on Jack Daniels. Yes, it's Amy. Yes, we could have came up with some interesting nickname, but you know, alcoholic Amy. Or Amy's, Very. whatever, yes. And yes, so welcome to another fun-filled episode here. For those of you joining us for the first time, welcome. Spire can decide that provides information, reviews about kinetically enhanced narratives, movies, books, other things. We've got two podcasts, Spire can movie review and the Spire can manga review. Obviously, since we're talking about a movie or bam, yeah, or rap. Okay, I'm taking the rum out of your hands because, quite frankly, you can't hold your liquor. So I, I'll hold it for I you. I don't, I don't, I don't need this. I'm following the Sammy <laughs> Davis Jr. out on what's going on because Sammy's he's, he's awesome, baby. But so either way. So what were we saying? Yes, I remember. So yes, exactly. So you remember we're talking about movies. And you can check us out at www.sparkin.com or on fightbait.com. Thank you, John Paul, again. And sorry, we're acting completely insane and drunk. It's not my fault this time. This time it's because I'm really fucking stressed out and life has kicked me in the balls. Bullshit, it's just I bought the booze. Anyway, off that topic. So, remember, you can email us at sparkinmovie at gmail.com or you can email me at zan at sparkin.com. Baz at baz.sparkin at gmail.com. I will set up an email for Amy soon, probably tomorrow. Alcoholic game. I'll put AA. We'll call you AA. AA. That works. I love the Jack Daniels. Yes, and also you can call us 206-350-8462. That again is 206-350-8462. Leave us a voicemail, a rant, a rave. You can even tell us about how to make a specific drink of your choice. As you've seen in some of our last episodes, we actually wrote down some of our interesting drink combinations, including the Pan Galactic Gargle Blaster and the Blamos Blue Balls. And for you, Johnny, who drank that mix and woke up in Toledo when you were in New Jersey... Damn, man, how did you get that messed up? I don't understand it. I don't want to know it. I don't even want to care. Well, you know what's ironic about this tonight's episode? Due to the fact that AA over here keeps mentioning Jack? That the movie... We're going to get that into a bit. We're going to get that into a bit. Okay. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. But what is the other thing? The other thing, before we get into anything else, is you can check out all this in our show notes. And we're under Facebook under Spirican Movie and under Twitter under Spirican Movie. That's not that hard to figure out. It's S P R A K N. And also Zan is X A N, not Z A N, and Baz is B A Z or B A S. That's B A Z. Because if it was B A S, that'd sound like a fish. Ah. Literally. Like you have to go out and next thing you know, there's a master's for it. I don't know. Okay, so since we don't have any email and since we don't usually do news in this version of the podcast, we're going to talk about a question which was actually emailed a while ago to us. I just remembered this like 10 minutes ago. I forgot this. A very simple question, which is kind of difficult to talk about, and they ask us a "what is better" question: mint chocolate chip or chocolate chocolate chip. So we've add, and we've also to make it more complicated and more fun, we've added two other flavors: vanilla chocolate chip and chocolate mint chip, which I only know Friendly's has, I think, maybe. And I don't understand how's that work. Is it just chocolate ice cream with mint chips in it, or is it chips? I don't understand. It's like the George Carlin thing. It's like, you know, do they put the mint into the chocolate chip, or is the chocolate chip actually involved in the mint? I'm a simple man. I really don't have a degree in ice creamology. Sorry for disturbing the podcast. Please continue on with this lovely question. So, what do you guys think? We'll start oh, off with Oh, definitely it. the Hagen dust Chocolate chocolate chip is the best. Oh, I don't know. Because on the one hand... 
chocolate chocolate chip is excellent and tastes very good, and it's also uber chocolatey and it makes it hyper 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 hyper. But regular chocolate chip is good too because you get that nice simple creaminess of the vanilla, but you get that chocolate add a little punch to it. If you add chocolate chocolate, just regular chocolate syrup, that gives it a little bit extra hot fudge. It's good. But then mint chocolate chip, honestly, only one of our well, I don't like it. The only person who liked it was Belchan, and well, I don't. I really don't understand how she could eat like five cups of it. I don't know. It just five yeah. cups. I've eaten a whole gallon of it at one time. Okay, I have a question. How the heck do we get this whole mint chocolate chip, chocolate chocolate chip thing making it sound like a sex thing? I just wanted to go in the oh, background going bow chicka bow bow chicka bow. It made me horny for a couple of seconds until he just dropped that last one. And I was like, <gasps> okay, it's like playing Modern Warfare three, getting all your achievements, and now what? I don't know. It just it's a thing. I don't know. If it, if they add, well, they've asked us at one time, what is more erotic food to play with? I mean, they said, what is better? Is it using syrup or is it using like? That whipped cream, not baby. Whip, no, they said syrup or the cherry juice garbage. Oh. oh, sorry. It's just the cherry. It's it's just wrong. Yeah, thank you. No, I could say a lot worse. But it's like the pudding or the other though. The, the what is it, the caramel? The the, the, or the frozen banana butterscotch. No, the butterscotch is just it's, it's butterscotch too, is just this element of its own. It's, it's like, too it's too dirty. It's too messy. You're gonna get it all over the place. If you're gonna do what you do with whipped cream. You do maybe chocolate sauce. You don't go any further than that. Yeah, but a shower is always better, right? Okay, after. Okay, guys, this is getting too horny for me. Let me get, let's get calling here. Okay, okay, let's get off this topic. All right. So we've answered the question. I personally think well, we oh, both agree. For the record, I apologize. I got something on your bed, dude. It's your bed I borrowed from last week. We don't talk of such things. They don't exist. We do not speak of such things. We do not speak of the the does not exist. Well, I just didn't want anybody to think I was talking about something else that really didn't sound right to begin with. So, for the record, people, well, I blocked get it. Get your out. minds out of the gutter. Well, I beeped it out, so it's going to make it more interesting. So, what did he say? That is the question of the week. It's like the Angry Gophers music. Dun, dun, dun. I actually have that, so it's kind of cool. But. Okay, let's get off. Let's 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 get off the topic because you've been wondering what the hell is going on. What are we doing? What are we speaking about in this episode? Because most of you, some of you don't even listen to the podcast at times. You just go to fightbait.com and look up things about rants and raves about how two girls one cup mixed with with vodka makes it interesting or whatnot. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Double A just got a little bit grossed out by that two girls one cup deal. Okay, so anyway. So nasty. Or talk about random things like how babies making shit all the time. No, something else. Well, you've you've heard John Paul's website, so we'll or his Whiskey Thursday. So we're not even gonna get into that. I had to search for ice cream for some reason. I don't know why. All right. Anyway. Yeah, what's the Anyway, anyway, anyway. No, no, no more of those. So if you remember from the last episode of the Spark and Movie Review, we rolled the one, the only, the dodecahedron of movies, which where we got it from, I have no fucking clue anymore. I don't remember. I don't even remember where I left my keys. I think I left them. Oh, you know, that sounds like a Godzilla monster for some reason. Can you say that for me, please? Anyway, it does not. It does not matter. It does not matter. Such things. But anyway, so let's get on with it. So, if you remember from the last episode, we rolled the dodecahedron. I think they were reviewing a movie that was directed by some guy named Gore Verbinski. What the hell is a Verbinski? Polish. German? No, no, no. Verbinski. Everything Polish is with a ski. I thought it was Russian is with ski. No, 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 no. no. Well, not all Polish. I should take that back. The big Lebowski? He was Jewish, not Russian. 
Ah, true, Lebowski. He was repulsed. So, but, um, what was I going to say? So, he is pretty much known just for making movies like The Weatherman, the remake of The Ring, The Time Machine, the Mexican mouse hunt in some movie called Rango. And he's doing The Lone Ranger. I don't know why he's doing The Lone Ranger. I thought that was a really bad series. I know. You know how many kids got dressed That's Bonanza, dude. What the hell? You got? Am I the only hit one person okay. here in this room that Sorry. actually knows the Sorry. theme song? Thank you. Wow. That one. Okay. Now I feel very old. Well, I'm but not embarrassed at the fact that I actually knew the theme song. You are very old. You're so old. You're older than dirt. That's messed up. You leave the dirt out of this. Leave the no. Go to your corners. All right. And this movie is produced by some guy named. Jerry Bruckheimer and this guy you may have heard because he's famous for blowing shit up it's, that's what he does he's a pyromaniac who got money to just make the same movie over where he blows shit up he's done nothing wrong with that he's done movies like like Beverly Hills and Top Gun Top Gun was cool and Bad Boys that was good and he did Armageddon that was sad Armageddon but good. on and he did a movie with, which was really crappy, which had to deal with one of the worst travesties of the, of the United States history, Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor was actually, if you like World War II kind of things and you appreciate the value behind it, then you know what? If you could look over the love crap. Oh, the bombing game. of Pearl Harbor, isn't it? Oh. Yes, yes, it's the Titanic scenario. It's like the Titanic, the sinking of the Titanic. But he also is responsible for such wonderful travesties as Kangaroo Jack, Deja Vu, and G-Force. Not having to do with Gotcha Man, by the way. Well, you gotta give the guy something. I mean, he's making ki- movies for all sorts of ages, and, you know, you gotta give the kids Even something. Even kids run away from G-Force and from that other one, and from, from uh, Kangaroo Jack. Kids didn't even No, Kangaroo Jack actually had some potential. G-Force... Pissed me off because I thought he it was the manga. Of gerbils, but he also hamsters. Whatever. Well, that's because he likes having the the hamsters go up. And <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time I see G Force, for some reason, this song comes in my head. The phone, <laughs> the phone is ringing. <laughs> but okay, so this movie was written by some guy named Ted Elliott and um, some other guy named Terry Russo. Is that ah, fuck it? I don't care. He's some guy. That's not right. And Continue. This movie is starring a bunch of people, including some guy who was who looked gay, and I'm pretty sure he actually in real life is gay. Uh, and his name is a Florida city. What the hell is his name? Uh, Orlando. I thought it was Tampa, but yes, Orlando. Uh, Why does everybody bash this guy? Orlando. Blossom? Yes, Bloom. That's Bloom. Bloom. Oh, Bloom. Wow, he does look gay in that picture. I told you, I think he's actually... Alright, let's see his relationship. Go back to being Legolas. Wow. Oh, here no, we go. never mind. Legolas. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. He's married to an Australian model, so he's not the gay. He just looks the gay. That's okay. You can look the gay as long as you're not the gay. He's famous for movies like the Lord of the Rings Nothing trilogy, the where he looks the gay. He was in Troy, where he was the gay. He was in Black Hawk Down. I gotta see that movie now. He looks the gay in that. Wow. He was in Something. the movie um, Elizabeth Town, where he looked the gay. Wasn't that also with the? Uh... No, that was another movie. And he's gonna be ruining the Three Musketeers as the. the no, 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 no! Hold on, hold on, hold on! Remember the that original Three Musketeers? Good. I'm talking about the one with. Uh, Dude, I read the Psycho Sheen and. Uh, no, that wasn't the original. Crazy original Sutherland. Was... No, the original. No, that wasn't bad. The original 19. Was... 19- no, look who they got to play D'Artagnan. 
Don't. I he get, is not no. D'Artagnan in that movie. He's don't don't get me. No, no, no. What's his face from Batman and Robin? No, he's talking about Chris O'Donnell. Was not bad as D'Artagnan. He had the point of. We, this, I rest my case. This is from, but this is the Duke of Burma Buckingham. Okay, I'm pulling this chair. Oh, I fell. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. Stop drinking the rum. Alright, and so anyway, so he is kind of the, the secondary star in this movie. He's not the big star, but he's the one that all the girls like because he dressed all fancy wearing britches and wearing boots and crappy peasant shirts and other things. Oh, we're doing La Caja Paul? No, we're not. Okay. And then we had some lady whose name is like a knight or something. Knightly, and her first name is... Oh, God, it is her. Kira? She is the goddess of goddesses. She plays soccer. She has no boobs. But she plays soccer. She, she has, has no boobs. boobs. It don't matter. She's hot. It's all about the boobs. And she was in Phantom Menace, ironically. Dude, she was a kick-ass domino. She was she was in Love Actually, and she was in Pride and Prejudice. That does not. And what was once. that one movie you like with the soccer? Bend it like Beckham. See, I thought that was about a gay movie. I, I was know. wrong. She's not bad, but she hasn't. She needs to get an implant. Leave the woman alone. She's not she bad. She's, no but she has kids, so I give her props. All right, and also one other actor that is really forgotten about in this movie is Jack Davenport. Most people don't even think of him when they see this movie, and he's not a bad actor. He's kind of a tool, though, because but he's made famous for the movie The Talented Mr. Ripley, and he actually plays the anta- one of the antagonists in this movie. No, nope, no, nope. he was in that other movie, Five uh, Weddings and a Funeral. No, he wasn't. Wrong movie. Which was it? I thought he was in five. No, uh, no, no. He was in Town of the Mr. The Rick. Wedding Date. Oh, that movie was terrible. I uh, love that movie. That was one of the worst. I will stay quiet about that one because it was. Okay. It was interesting. And then there's two other guys, Lee Arenberg and Mackenzie Crook, who play these two. Just uh, what would you say about these two, Mackenzie Crook and Lee Arenberg? They are ugly people. Very ugly people, but you for, don't forget them in the Dude, movie. he's wearing a Tron hat! Sweet! I think it was in Tron. No, 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 that was the guy from Underworld. But he's wearing an NCOM hat. Totally rocks, dude, I got respect for you. He was in The Office, so he is awesome. He's in the original Office. And then Lee Arenberg is just a very ugly man. And he was in Grounded for Life. He loves puppets, though, I don't know what it is. And he was in RoboCop 3. Oh my god, Whoa. I thought he looked familiar. Uh, is there anyone else, really? Well, there's also Kevin McNally, who... He's got the most biggest mutton chops on the planet. Dude, he looks like Sabretooth in that picture, like if he was aged 50 years later. <laughs> he was in The Spy Who Loved Me. He was in Johnny English. He was in Phantom of the Opera. He was in Phantom. Valkyrie. He's in a lot of movies. He's a pretty cool guy. Not bad. And he's got, like, this cool Irish accent, even though it's yes. not Irish. And now the other two, Jonathan Pierce, who is actually a really, really thin guy, but in this movie he looks really, really fat for some reason. He was great in Evita. What Do you think that was when he was in this movie he gained weight, or was it just, do you think it was just the clothes made him look fat? Well, it was the English. Yeah, yeah I don't know. He was pretty good in it. I didn't recognize him at first. And now the last two, the people that you think of when you think of this movie. Now the first one is great, Jeffrey Rush. He was in Green Lantern as one of my as Tamar Ray did an amazing job. He actually did a phenomenal job also in the remake of the True to Life story of Peter Sellers. Yes, he was. And he was phenomenal. And also his most famous role of all in Mystery Men, he was Casanova Frankenstein. Yes, he was. Actually, no, it was his most famous role. His most famous role, honestly, King's Speech is Leon Luge. He was actually nominated for like 50 awards. Actually, no. If you look at it a little bit more, he was in Elizabeth the Golden Age, which was all right. 
For he was some in Munich. Better. Yep, the life and death of Peter Sellers. Peter in, Sellers, excuse me. He was in Munich. Me. He was in Finding Nemo as Nigel. Wow. Bubbles, bubbles. Wow. He was in the Magic he was the Bird. The Banger Sisters. He was in Frida too. Wow, I gotta pay attention to that movie. Yes, again. and like I said, he was in the movie The Magic Pudding. What the? Crack it was about is that? Bill Cosby and his everlasting quest to find the ultimate chocolate pudding. The mix. ultimate chocolate pudding. What kind of a movie is that? It was, it was a horrible movie. Yes, I heard. And then this movie starring some no-name actor who was made famous for what was it? Well, I know he his introductory movie, believe it or not, and a lot of people don't know it, was Nightmare on Elm Street. Which one? Elm Street, the when first he one. dies! And he did a cameo in Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Yes, he did. And also, he was in a movie... He was famous for a movie which makes me so happy, because this movie makes one of the biggest romantic icons of the 90s into a mentally retarded idiot who said, Gilbert, Gilbert. <laughs> um, that was oh. the only movie where Leonardo DiCaprio got a lot of good credibility for yes, it. Yes, he would. Yes, he did. And this guy also was Don Juan DeMarco. He was Great movie. Danny and June. Don Juan, definitely good. Donnie Brasco, and he was in The Ninth Gate, which I still say is an amazing movie. Ninth, Ninth oh, Gate. no. I'm sorry. No. I, I tried, I watched it, and it put me to sleep. He's in Secret Window in the Liberty. He's in Happily Ever After? Uh, he's a cameo. And, uh... Um, Where is he a cameo? I gotta watch that and again. And he was in the Imagineer of Dr. Pernarsis, which we will review eventually. It's but you know what? With all the movie credibility he's got here, nobody really truly remembers him in the one thing he did back in the day. They're remaking it, and he's gonna be in the remake. No flipping way. Oh, you're talking about that really bad 80s show? Hey, don't knock the 80s. Don't knock the 80s. Go drink another beer. Yes. I don't drink no beer. Oh, I forgot. I need my Jack. Yeah, so tw- he's gonna be in Twenty One Jump Street, and they're remaking. They were doing the movie or a series? T- a movie, and he's gonna be one of the teachers. Wow. He's also gonna be Barnabas Crowlins in the I Dark Shadows it, film, which I don't know. Is him as a as an immortal vampire who's all emo? I can't Ooh. believe they're wow. The first email vampire. I can't believe he's doing another Jump Street. Wow. But no Leo, so that's good. That's well. Who are we talking about anyway? We're talking about this guy so much. Uh, we're talking about John Christopher Depp II, who, he's also actually was made famous first off, he wasn't in actually, before Nightmare on Elm Street, he was in a little music video, um, called Into the Great Wide Open, which most people don't remember. Never I remember heard of it. it. Into the Great, who sang yeah. that song? Um, I know, I, it took me years to forget that. Uh, who, no, who's, oh, Tom Petty in the Heartbreakers, Yes. I'm, and he's also a bassist in like two bands. And yes, and John Depp, or as we call know him now, Johnny Depp, has become infected in every single movie that comes out. At least three of his films come out. And no, make it four now. He broke his record. Oh, he's in a lot of movies. Cause he's so hot. Wow, he's got long hair. And if you had to choose, and between the two, um, to quote Family Guy, between the two Twenty One Jump Street lead actors. He's the one that you'd want to be with, but you know he would he would use you and throw you away. The other one would treat you nice, but he would throw you away. Use me, use me. Because if you had to choose between him and Bayo, you'd choose Depp over Bayo. Scott Bayo? Yes. Well, he's not single anymore, so what's the point? Anyway. And why would I even want to hook up with either one of them, dude? Uh, That's just... And so what is this movie we're speaking about since we've been talking about things like Jack and Rum... rum. And things with Jeffrey Rush 
and Keira Knightley. I don't know. I'm talking about a movie that came out in 2003, which was based on an animatronic ride from Disney. Well, well you mean that Car- Caribbean thing? Yep. Yeah, at least mm-hmm. Disney did something right with that. Um, who wants to say the title? Pirates of the Caribbean. The, the Curse of the Black Pearl. Yes, the first in the big series. And this actually flipped things around for pirate movies, because there haven't been a lot of pirate movies that have been out in the last... You know, the last one before this, I think, it was with Gina Davis, the Cutthroat Island. Yeah. Oh, she was so hot in that movie. That was a terrible, terrible movie. All I remember about the movie is that she killed, she scalped her father's head for a map. That's the only thing I remember about that movie. He was dying. And the other, and the lead actor was a horrible, stupid actor who had done nothing since that movie. What, Frank Langella? No, not Langella. The, the, the romantic lead did nothing since that movie. I, he did. I don't know his name. I just remember Barrel. I thought that was Matthew McConaughey. That's not Matthew. McConaughey. Oh, I'm sorry, McConaughey. Who knows? It's some other guy. So, basic premises. We did. If you could bring this movie down to two sentences, how would you describe the plot of the movie? I would actually say this is one of the best pirate movies I've ever seen, involving pirates. Nothing but pirates. I mean, you got your classic 50s movies that have pirates and all that stuff, and the closest you had to a pirate movie in the 80s was the Goonies. Errol Flynn. But aside from that, I mean, if you've never seen a pirates movie, if you first saw the trailer, you're like, what? This looks stupid. But if you know who involved the actors and you actually got to see a moment of what they did in the movie itself, you'd be surprised pleasantly. The movie just started off great, went through it great, it was no sleepy moments, it was all either action-packed or intense story moment, and even at the end it just leaves you alone more. That's a very good point. And the, the plot is simple, it's a typical adventure movie, it's a fetch quest, it's where someone finds something mystical, some mystical, magical, mumbly jumbly, and he loses it, gives it to a girl. 20 years later, the girl's grown up and she won't see the guy. Double A, you want another beer or you want to talk about this movie? Give me another whiskey. Oh, Lord. Well, what do you want to say about Pirates of the Caribbean? Adventurous and he's hot, hot, hot. So much better than that, whatever that guy's name, Orlando Bloom. Uh, yes. Everybody bashes the Bloom! Yes, so, long story short, there's a curse. It's about this guy. Captain, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, who's going to commandeer a ship because he wants to get revenge on the guy who left him stranded on an island for a bunch of days, and things happened. Well, one thing about Captain Jack Sparrow, if nobody's ever seen this movie, is, is that this guy, you have to ask yourself throughout the movie, did he plan this, or was just all this on a whim? Because half the stuff he does, you really sit there like, wow, did he really plot this? And the best part was when he took the ships where he's like, with Orlando Bloom saying, oh, are we taking that ship? And he's like, no, we're taking that ship. And if you saw the movie, you'd say, wait a minute, we're, talk- we're taking the big ship. No, we're taking the little ship. We just happen to be taking the big ship. I'm not going to go any further than that if you've never seen the movie, but definitely you'd understand it once you saw it. Yes, we're kind of being a little enigmic again. This is one of our more enigmic careers because it's, besides the fact we're completely shit-faced, it's the movie it's a lot of subplots it's the big plot is that it's a revenge story that Jack wants revenge on his first mate who took him took over his ship and what did he do he took over the ship and and he mutinied 
against it. Muni took away the ship and threw him on islands for three days. Well, more than three days. Supposedly three weeks or four months and he escaped on turtles. We don't really know the story. The story makes kind of no sense. But he's escaped from the island and now he wants revenge against his former shipmate, Captain Barbosa, who is a horrible, mean man played by Jeffrey Rush. Well, in a sense, it is kind of revenge, but basically the title explains itself, The Curse of the Black Pearl, all because of greed and what happens when you become too greedy. Yes, because after Barbosa stranded Captain Jack Sparrow and took over the ship, the Black Pearl, which is supposed to be the fastest, most powerful ship in the whole seas, and this is a period piece, by the way, which was done very well back in the day, what happens is that they went and they found about this hidden treasure island, which Matt, which Jack Sparrow knew about, and he told them where this island was, where all this treasure was, and they go there, and they see this big shiny box full of a bunch of gold coins, which are Aztec gold, which has skulls on it, and all the bad, all the pirates said, ooh, shiny, let's take it. Cortez. And spend it. And Cortez. You see, that's what happens when you take a Spanish man's gold. Mm. You get cursed. Yep, they have, they have a curse where the for all eternity or until they return all the gold, they are cursed to become skeletons at night in the moonlight and then human normally during the day. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool if you want to go immortal in that sense, but to not be able to taste anything or feel anything, and that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, so essentially they lose all human contact, but they get, they're immortal now. And there's good and bad things about it. So The monkey. Yes, the evil monkey stole something too. This is a monkey involved. And so they want to get all the pieces back. And one of the pieces has gotten into the hands of... The, the swan. Yes, the, the daughter of the magistrate of Port Royal in Jamaica. Uh, Elizabeth Swan. And she is set to be married to the Commodore, who is this douchebag named James Norrington, who's a World Navy, and he's, like I said, a douchebag. He's not really much of a douchebag. He's a, pompous, he's a pompous, arrogant military guy. He's the guy that you don't want to win. You True, know. but in the same sense as you got to feel for the guy, because it's like, he's trying to do the right, even though if you don't want somebody to do the right, and it's like, dude. True. Because this is where you're rooting you for like, that bad It's like people. the nerd in the class where you know you're annoyed by him, but in the same sense, it's the same guy that'll take your school all the way to the state finals. But this isn't the nerd, though. This is the jock. This is the guy that it's is the... the pompous asshole... Yeah, it's a pompous asshole. That's the problem. He's the one who gets everything. And the guy you're kind of rooting for is the blacksmith. A young guy named Will Turner, who he is in love with Elizabeth. He's a blacksmith. He obviously is. It's kind of the uppers-downers thing. You know, you got the, the rich kid and the poor kid type deal. No, you say he's a blacksmith. Or is he a blacksmith? Well, he gets kind of involved with Jack because Elizabeth gets kidnapped by Barbosa because apparently Elizabeth got a hold, like we said, of one of the medallions. And... Will wants to save her, and the only person who could find uh, the Black Pearl is Captain Jack. And so Jack agrees to go with him, and it turns out that he actually knows Will. Because Will's father was apparently one of his shipmates, even though he was a pirate also, and they don't believe him, and it, it leads to a merry chase across the Caribbean. The irony! Yes, and from then on it gets more interesting with sword fights, and naval battles. And rum. Rum, and of course, singing A Pirate's Life for Me, which if you've ever been on the ride... You and hear. rum. Yes, lots of rum, because Jack is an alcoholic. Did I mention the rum? So what can you say about Jack and just him? What can I say about Jack? Jack is Jack. Mm-hmm. He drinks a lot and... He, he drinks and sleeps with all the ladies. He gets slapped in the face. Yeah. And he's very random. I mean, he just kind of is like... You see him, he's constantly like... Because all the other people have... Drunk? He acts like he's yeah, drunk and he moves very oddly. He's kind of like... 
I don't know. Uh, he kind of reminds me of Keith Richards. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, he kind of... Well, they actually admitted he actually based him off of Keith Richards. Boy, would everybody be laughing their butts off on the third and fourth movie. <laughs> Very true. It's, it, yes, they're made sequels about this movie. It's gotten a lot of nice touches for it, and for a Disney film. Mm, yeah. Definitely a Disney film. Not a kid film, though. Yep, not a kid film. There's a lot of death okay. and murder. I've got to get double A reload to have shall return. Yep, so I will pause More this. More whiskey. I'll pause this for a second, because I'm... But either way, since we're just rambling on and on, let's get into some of the good things about the movie, or bad things about the movie, because we usually do good, but let's do some of the bad things. Like uh, what? The movie is 143 minutes, so it's two. It's about 2 hours, 23 minutes. I'm sorry, I did not see anything truly bad about the movie. It was the first time I actually sat through a whole movie, laughed my ass off, and just was not bored one minute. It was great. It wasn't just like a girly flick. It was like okay, there was action, and it was like a, it was paced. As far as the action was concerned, it, they paced it pretty good. It was kind of like a good porno, where it's like okay, get to the climactic scenes, you get to it. Okay, you get to the next scene, it's all over again. It was a beautiful thing, and you just want to see it more coming at you. Well, not literally on you, but you know what I mean. Only if it's Jack. Oh my God, it's Jack. So it's, it's no. I just think the pacing and some of the pa- there were some pacing issues in some of the scenes they could have done without. It's not like I said. Overall, it's not a bad movie. The scenery is great. It makes you want to go to the beach, or make you go to the Caribbean. It's it's, it's actually it. and drink the rum. Okay, I do have a personal bitch about that. Now everybody says, "Oh, it's the Caribbean." Yes. How come the Caribbean looks a lot like Hawaii? I don't think it was. Well, it was filmed in Hawaii. Trust me. It was. was it was developed? filmed in Hawaii. It was a beach in Hawaii actually it was no I take that back I I apologize some of the scenes were filmed in Hawaii some of the scenes were actually filmed in the Caribbean and some were filmed in Connecticut Connecticut that has absolutely nothing to do with the Caribbean although there are uh, the Mystic Seaport does have a lot of uh, old time ships and I know there was a lot of piracy going on back in the day but I'm no and this is all the fault of industry light and magic leave Lucas alone you people (laughs) bash Lucas he's the god of movies have you seen the movie the people versus Lucas it makes a lot of sense no but I did see the people versus Larry Fritt that was a really good movie wait a minute is that that porno one yeah hustler well Oh, the porno mag. Anyway, so let's get on with it. Hmm. So, uh, music was pretty good and a little repetitious, but it wasn't bad. It's just the same music over and over. Especially yeah. the beginning scene. That took a while, yeah. I mean, that beginning scene was dragged a little bit. That opening Okay, was... not well, that yeah, scene. Okay. The scene well, where they introduced Jack. Well, that scene's brilliant, but I mean, that opening scene is... Uh, yes. It's, the it drags a bit. That, my friends, is a dinghy. His ship is magnificent. It's beautiful and gone. So, uh, well, acting was good. Um, MVP of this movie, I mean, most people say, oh, it's going to be Johnny Depp or Kieran. I'm going to give it to Gregory Rush because he really sold it as a a manipulative, horrible bastard. You know, normally I would have said Johnny Depp myself, and he did make a great Jack Sparrow, but i got to give credit to the villain in the movie. Mm -hmm. Barbosa kicked ass. Yeah, Jeffrey Rush is a good He made you want to hate him. But you sympathize a little bit with him also. I mean, he's a horrible man, but he had some sympathy to him, which was good. He's, 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 he's Jeffrey Rush. 
Mm-hmm. Actually, I give it to the other two guys, the pirate, the, the the sidekick pirate. Oh yes, the two bumbling. Uh, the what stupid is and stupider ones. Yeah, the ones in the dresses. What? Uh, Pin, uh, Pintel and Rigetti. Yep. Uh, Rigetti with his one eye. So who would you give MVP to? Definitely Johnny Depp when he killed Jeffrey Rush. You want to give it to Elizabeth Swan, the Keira Knightley? She has no boobs. I can't give it to her. But I hear you always talk about that soccer movie. Bend it like Beckham, and I was all for the Indian girl. What about Domino? What about it? I haven't seen it. What about Orlando? What about What about Orlando Bloom? He does better as Legolas. Go back to Lord of the freaking Walking movie. <laughs> Lord of the freaking Walking movie. Uh, we'll get to. Well, it. I agree with that, but. You're right. He was hot as a blonde elf. Yeah, it was with those elves, though. Okay. Um, it's all about the ears. Uh, so, well, we nice. should get on with this part. So, we've all been waiting for when we're talking about, we're talking about the review, because it is a podcast review. And, so, just to let you know, we're different than most podcasts, because most podcasts do, like, three thumbs up, four thumbs up, or they do five stars, or whatever. We use a phrase system. From our lowest to highest rating. We have five phrases we use depending on how we describe this movie. Our lowest rating being protest outside your local red box so no one rents this reprehensible piece of shit to our highest rating, which is really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't watch this now, your brain will freeze, your eyes will slope, and your soul will be forfeit to the seventh layer of hell. You'll be forced to watch episode one for all eternity while Jar Jar Binks rubs your shoulders saying, Miss, I love you. Miss, I love you. And an evil skeleton monkey takes your medallion and shoves it up your... Yes. Wow. And in one breath. In the middle, I'm impressed. And in the middle, in our middle ground rating which is worth watching on DVD or in theaters once. So what would you give Pirates of the Caribbean the Curse of the Black Pearl out of our rating system? Say it, Double A. The best one though. Really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't watch this now, your brain will freeze, your eyes will swell up and your soul will be forfeit to the seventh layer of hell when you will be forced to watch episode one full attorney where Jar Jar Binks went to your shoulders saying... Misa, love you, Misa, love you. And an evil skeleton monkey takes you your medallion and shoves it up your... Oh, uh, boy. All right, what would you give it? I'm in shock that the fact that she said that completely the way she is right now. I would give this the... Well, I could give it the... Put this outside your local red box and no one wants this reprehensible piece of shit, but I don't agree with that. I could go with that kind of bad hat of a background while surfing on the internet for porn. Nah. Middle of the ground, worth watching on DVD or theaters once. Yeah, unless it's one of those repeat theaters. You guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, you're the, talking about like the the dollar fifty theater? Yeah, dollar fifty uh, theater, which is actually two fifty, but we don't even we just get it. Is that two fifty? What? They make it two fifty. Or the, the really good, not great borrow a friend and don't return unless it's offered by rum or something like that. But I'm gonna have to go with the the one that you both guys said because quite frankly, well, I didn't say sober, my, I didn't say my review yet, but that's I don't know. But, uh, I don't know what you're gonna say, but. Quite really, frankly, I'm going to go with what she said because I can't really, even sober or drunk, I can't read it the way she read it, which is fucking amazing. Okay, unfortunately, I'm going to have to dissent. Like I said, it's really, really, it's a really good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. It's it's super good, but can I watch it over and over again? I've actually been burnt out by this movie because when I worked in a, a Suncoast, which most of you don't remember, remember I had to watch this movie over and over again for maybe three months. So I become sick and tired of this movie. So it drops a point for that. <laughs> So I'm going to give it a borrow from a friend in North Carolina offered rum, because, like I said, I had to watch this movie over and over. I had to quote this movie verbatim, and it sucks. You know, I would go with that. Originally, I would have gone with that myself, for the really good but not great borrow from a friend and return unless it's offered rum. But the only problem is, is that my kids wore the movie out so much that I can't play it anymore, so now I actually can go to the best really, really fucking cool if you don't watch this now. 
you know, that that review. Mm. Thank you to my kids for destroying the movie, so now it makes me look forward to going buying the movie so I can actually bash the movie the way it should have been bashed in the first place, but it wasn't bashed because of the fact that no, I actually liked kids it. kids cool? Yes, especially when they're not ours. Uh, yeah, speaking of which, yes. The, I love my boy. Yes, the, the Nicholas is somewhere around here. He's sleeping again. No, he's actually up, but we will not discuss of the little one. Uh, they know that he exists. They know that much, and he's actually been on some of the episodes. He, he talks and babbles and says things like, wow, and he wondered about the one movie we reviewed. But we'll get to that in another episode. So, I guess that's it for this episode. I mean, that's our reviews and whatnot. You can check us out at www.sparker.com. All the show notes and information is in the notes. And, well, I guess that's right. Yeah, yeah, we're forgetting that part you've been waiting for. What are we talking about? We're talking about that one. That only... The Dodecahedron of Movies. Now, what is the Dodecahedron of Movies? It is a 12-sided object. And what we've done is we've assigned nine movies to this 12-sided object. And we're going to roll to see what we're going to review in the next episode of the Sparkin Movie Review. And for those of you who are wondering, wait, he said it's 12-sided, but there's nine. There's a reason. It's a gimmick. If we roll a a 10, it's going to be co-host choice. So, A and Baz will choose what we're reviewing. That's funny if you think about it. Double A, Baz, A, B. Uh, yes. If he gets 11, it's a roll again. And if Way it's 12, go, if it's 12, it's going to be my choice. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. So, one of you roll and see what we're reviewing. Oh, damn. That's not right. Roll the dice. One of you roll. It's going to be number one. And number one is going to be... Alright, cool. So, next episode, we are going to be reviewing. Sounds kind of fun. Maybe you guys will be back for it. I don't know. But, damn. Damn you, alcohol. Why must you taste okay, but Shoot make up, brain which is a pretty not work well. movie starring Clyde Damn Owen. you, alcohol, for which I have to be the sober driver and watch my other two co hosts here freaking Woo! drink their goddamn asses oh. off trying to figure out what the next freaking movie is going to be. No, I got to sit here sober. You had some already. Right? I had some, but I am sober now. You are still buzzing to the buzz buzz. Yes, but that's because I can't hold my liquor. Well, that's I could suggest cheap. some uh, alternatives. White Castle? That only yeah. works once in a while. It didn't work in this episode because it's about booze. It's so about I got six more times to use that joke up, don't I? No, you have to pick it in the right time. You know that. It's This is not the time to talk because we didn't talk about such things. I would say wait for... The um, Superfly episode. Or the oh, Shaft Lord. episode. Shaft! Wow. Didn't even have to get a voice recording on that one. Yep. And so, guess that's it for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We are entertaining, I think. Uh, this is going to be fun to edit. But, <laughs> <laughs> either way... Um, for the record, I'd just like to say that I am the only responsible, sober person here... And I apologize. I am supposed to be a wild motherfucker of all fuckers in this damn show, and I have disappointed you. (laughs) So for that, I will have to run to the bathroom and masturbate off of somebody's wall, spelling kumbaya. (laughs) Kum. Kum. Whatever. Anyway, so... This is AA, and my favorite quote is... Damn, maybe I am drunker than I thought. But, if I was drunk, I would say...
This is bad, so and my quote then. would be... That's the secret and grand adventure of the infamous Black and Mirrorview, and my fair quote from Hearts of Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl was... Welcome to the Caribbean. Thank you again for listening to another fun-filled episode. We will be back next time for another fun-filled and insane episode of the Spark and Movie Review. Remember, we can play the drinking game, all the jokes here and there, and finally, last thing before we get, Alonzi. Oh, you can surrender. We're out of here. Later. Laters. Arrivederci. to civilians. I'm terribly sorry, I didn't know. If I see one, I shall inform you immediately. Apparently there's some sort of high-toned and fancy to-do up at the fort, eh? How could it be that two upstanding gentlemen such as yourselves did not merit an invitation? Someone has to make sure this dock stays off limits to civilians. It's a fine goal, to be sure. But it seems to me that a, a ship like that... Makes this one here a bit superfluous, really. Oh, the Dauntless is the power in these waters, true enough. But there's no ship that can match the Interceptor for speed. I've heard of one. It's supposed to be very fast, nigh uncatchable. The Black Pearl. <laughs> there's no real ship that can match the Interceptor. Black Pearl is a real ship. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I've seen it. You've seen it? Yes. You haven't seen it? Yes, I have. You've seen a ship with black sails that's crewed by the damned and captained by a man so evil that hell itself spat him back out? No. No. But I have seen a ship with black sails. And no ship that's not crewed by the damned and captained by a man so evil that hell itself spat him back out could possibly have black sails. Therefore, couldn't possibly be any other ship than the Black Pearl. Is that what you're saying? No. Like I said, there's no real ship as can match the intercept. Aye! You! Get away from there! <laughs>
Permission to be aboard there, mate. I'm sorry, it's just, it's such a pretty boat. Trip. What's your name? Smith. Smith. What's your purpose in Port Royal, Mr. Smith? Yeah, and no lies. All right, then. I confess. It is my intention to blunder and otherwise build for my Weasley black guts out. I said no lies. I think he's telling the truth. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't... Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if you told it to you. Oh, God, I forgot the damn number. Well, you know what it is? This podcast needs Tom. I mean, rum! No, we had the rum already. We don't need the rum. We need the... the, the no stuff. rum? No, not the rum. We need the whiskey and the, the, uh, the sour, the right? The vulgarity. Yeah, the, the rum! We need the Jack and Daniels! Yes. The rum! But there's Jack... Uh, oh! 